0: Okay, so I'm starting my podcast. Um I don't know how this is going to go. I'm not sure how exactly it's going to sound, but I'm going to go ahead and try and essentially start before I'm ready. So, um I'm Shamina. This is my podcast. It's called Two Quick Things. So, my goal is to kind of come with two or three quick little anecdotes, lessons learned that I've had over the past week, few days, etc. I don't even have a regular schedule set up yet, so I don't want to overly commit to that, but I'm just going to come at you with a few words of things that have come up in the last few weeks, and then we'll see how it goes. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to have a Facebook page or anything like that, so y'all bear with me as I figure this out. So the first uh, part, I guess, topic that I want to cover very briefly. And this is going to be a probably an extra short episode because it's my pilot. So I'm testing it out. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about discernment, a few elements related to discernment and paying attention to the signs and the things that are around you. Um, There's essentially three ish points that I have that I want to talk about. One is knowing when to be um, trusting of people and when not. We often get signs of the times when we know we probably shouldn't trust someone either on behavior that we've seen or experienced, perhaps behavior that we've heard about, but even like that little gut feeling that we're like, oh no, I'm going to push that to the side. That's sometimes that feeling where you're like, I'm not sure if I should trust this person because it may end up with me regretting that trust or having gone back and thinking about, I, you know what, there was a sign there and I didn't pay attention to it. So I would encourage all of us to pay attention to that little feeling that we have that says, should I trust this person? And sometimes it's okay to not trust a person. Um, I'm not saying like completely cast them aside, but I'm saying to to take caution when presenting information and things like that. Uh, the second one of uh, the sermon is knowing when to be in my, I'll use the words that I use professionally, knowing when to be high touch and when to lay off. There are certain certain situations and I'll just speak specifically uh, professionally about being high touch with the situation and discerning when the moments that you should be high touch as opposed to the moments where you should back off. So I think there are times when we have that, again, that gut feeling like paying attention to our gut of like, I think I should maybe be a little bit more hands on with this situation and a little bit more high touch. And I don't mean micromanaging. But I really mean high touch and like have regular checkpoints and maybe like subtly slide in some expectations um that we think may people may see as unclear and really focusing on seeing a project relationship et cetera through um I think uh it would uh behoove all of us to kind of pay attention to those times where I'm like hmm. I think this has a potential to go wayward and I don't want to be a part of the wayward struggle with this. And so I think as we as we think about high touch and I think it's it's individual to the situation or the person. But I also think that we learn so much about what it means to be responsive and on the forefront of things rather than waiting to see how things go. We typically see a mess when it's happening And that's an opportunity really for us to intervene and start to offer our assistance in ways that we can be helpful or kind of nudge or guide. Not that it's a, I'm nudging and guiding because you don't know or the other person doesn't know or that they don't see. Um, But really in an effort to be helpful so that none of us are out here looking like a collective fool. Um, Some people will take that and reject that high touch approach Um, other people will not. And there's nothing really that you can do about that aside from do what feels comfortable and feels right. Um, so I would say that is a second point. Um, a third point of discernment, I think is, um, I don't think I know knowing when to drop stuff that is not important that you just do for the routine of doing, Um, I find that professionally, like there are things that we pick up and do and we keep doing and there's no real rationale as to why we do them, who started this practice of doing this thing, but we can be so held on to this historic practice or this thing that somebody who used to be in the role did and they're still around and they're like, oh, are you still doing this thing? And not really taking a hold of the things that are actually important for us to pick up on. Um, I think in work and in life, there are te- I will casually say there's times when you got to know when to drop old shit. And there's time when you got to know when to pick up new shit, if I'm just speaking casually. Um, and I think that's going to ebb and flow. Sometimes it will feel real awkward and uncomfortable. Um, sometimes it will feel natural and people won't notice, or you won't even notice the the thing that you put down and are no longer doing but we have to be mindful and paying attention to the times where we can do that because not everything is supposed to be around forever. There are practices, processes, relationships that need to have an end. And that doesn't mean it has to be this dramatic, um, up in arms kind of end. It can be a subtle kind of fading away. You don't have to make an announcement, but your priorities change. So it's kind of odd where we... We hold on to those things because they felt so comfortable at the time, but they're no longer serving us professionally. They're not serving us relationally. They're not serving the other person, but it feels like we should be doing those things. So we keep doing them. Um, so I think those are a few points of discernment where you know and you feel on your, in your inner and in your gut, if you will, that... Should I be doing this? What 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 should I be doing differently with this situation, with this relationship, with this project? That I know in my spirit needs a change, and I know I have the capacity and the know how to make the change. But then it's, it's figuring out the small ways to enact the change. I'm not saying that things are just gonna like all of a sudden be great. You're gonna change everything, and then things are gonna be like whoop de woo, sha da da. But I will say that there are definitely times when we know those things are coming. We may be avoiding them. We may not want to face our own fears. um, But I say, I I try to play this to myself. um, And I realize I'm talking maybe a little fast. So thank you for your patience as this first pilot episode. Um, But there are things where I have to discern the types of relationships that I have and who I can lean on and who I can't lean on. In times of difficulty, or times when I don't know maybe exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, and I have to consult a colleague, um, I have I'm, I'm growing and have continued to grow over the last you know decade plus. A sense of who is going to be part of my support network and who is going to be in it for themselves, and that's neither good nor bad, but part of my discernment and part of my assignment is to pay attention to those things and then act accordingly am I always going to get it right? Nope. That's a guarantee. There are times where I'm going to get it wrong. Um, but I think I owe it to myself to pay attention to those times when I already know what I'm ignoring. Because if I, if I pay attention to the signs, sometimes the obstacle will seem larger. There will be some sort of barrier in the way, and it may just be easier to do something the way that we've always done it. But I think, it, we will always know everything that comes easy ain't always going to have the end that we wanted to have when all is said and done i think we owe it to ourselves to pay attention to like are we doing the right thing for the right reasons in the the most right or appropriate way that we can or are we doing the things that that are easy because they come easy to us we know that it's going to look like this, sound like this, feel like this, even if it doesn't, at the end of the day, give us the end product that we want to. So I would encourage us to pay attention to the, the discernment that we all have an experience and see what things need to be adjusted, altered, maybe not all at once in your life, but they need to be adjusted or altered so that you start to feel good about the way that you are doing your work and going about your work and the way that you are engaging with other people. So thank you for listening thus far. Um, I'm going to wrap it up because, again, I said this is going to be a short episode. It's my pilot. I'm just trying to see how this whole thing feels. Um, so I want to give, I guess, two shout outs. I have no idea what the hell the format is going to be. So let's just put that out there. I don't know what the format's going to be, but I just feel a need to say a quick shout out to two. Um, one's a comedian and one is a podcaster slash business owner, entrepreneur, um the first one is in no particular order is uh Kev on stage. He did a video and it must have been August at some point and it was tar- st- titled Start Before You're Ready and I just felt like that was a word. I've literally had this microphone um for years. I've had this uh laptop for significantly less, maybe two months, but I've always had access to a laptop. um, And there's my phone ringing. Um, So there's that. See, see, I'm not starting before I'm ready. I forgot to put the phone on silent. Um, But I have been talking about doing this forever. And so now I'm finally putting it out there, taking the risk and putting my thoughts out there and whatnot. So I'm like, there is... What do I have to lose? Nobody's paying me for this yet. Hey, speak it into existence. So I'm just putting it out there, seeing what comes of it, seeing if it sticks with folks, it makes sense. Chime in if you want to. Don't chime in if you don't want to. I don't have a website. I don't have a Facebook. I don't have an Instagram yet. Those things are possibly in development. I don't even know. But I'm starting before I was fully ready. I can read all this stuff, um, which leads into my second shout out to my leak teal. Um, she posted something like a year, maybe two or three years ago that I've been saving in my phone. It says leave behind basically things to leave behind consuming, but not applying information. You've read all the books and articles, but you still aren't doing anything. Cut it. Um, and I just felt like that was a word directly to me. Um, I got a little attitude when she said it because I was like, first of all, you don't know what I'd be doing in the meantime after I read because I got to let it absorb. And then I realized I was making excuses, which is going to be a whole nother episode about excuses and how we make them up and we make them very real for ourselves. But I'm not going to get into that now. So I'm starting before I'm ready. I have read so many articles, listened to so many podcasts generally, and then a bunch of podcasts about how to start podcasts. So I am starting before I'm ready, Um, but I appreciate those folks who are listening. Um, I will figure things out as I go because that's how I do. But thank you for your time and for listening. And so I'll be back when I'm back. Peace.